There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How do you tell your friend that you're getting married? We'll get into that relationship topic in a bit, but first, my 23-year-old female boyfriend, 22-year-old male, thinks I'm making excuses at the gym. Hello, I'm on my period right now and I'm not performing well at the gym today. We spent the morning preparing differently. He made shakes for us and I was cleaning the bedroom. By the time he was ready to work out, I'd only eaten a Rice Krispie and drank hydration and caffeine water. He's mentioned previously a lot of times that I take too long to get ready for events. So I thought he would be annoyed if I needed more time to get ready and we just decided to go. We started working out together and I just wasn't pushing as much weight as he wanted me to and I needed to use the bathroom a lot because of the stomach issues I was having but he thought I was making excuses. He also got mad when I started yawning but I told him that I have less energy on my period and didn't eat much compared to him today. How can I explain to him properly that I just wasn't in the best condition to work out and that I'm not trying to make excuses? I mean everybody has up and down days in general let alone the fact that you are on your period and you just didn't really have the best prep in the morning to begin with, this guy just kind of sounds like an overall jerk that for some reason cannot accept that you're just not at your peak performance today. I get the mindset of pushing, you know, wanting to try and push your workout partner to get better, work harder and all that, but you can't be a jerk. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is... What should I, male 27, do when I notice my spouse, female 29, isn't paying attention when I'm trying to have a conversation? Married for three years, often when I'm talking to my wife about something like the news or one of my interests, I can tell she's definitely not paying attention. It shows in her body language and she'll even just take out her phone while I'm talking. I do this too, so I'm not angry at her or judging her for this, but what's the best way for me to respond when I notice it? Here's the different things I've tried so far and how they play out. 1. Continue as normal slash wrap it up. I keep talking as normal but try to get to my point as soon as possible. Then ask her something like, what do you think about that? When I did that this morning, she looked up from her phone at me and said, I don't really have any thoughts about that. Even though I know it's a topic that interests her as well and she would have thoughts about it if she'd heard what I said. 2. Ask her politely to pay attention or point out, I don't think you're paying attention. When I do this, she claims that she was paying attention, and she sometimes gets offended at me thinking she wasn't paying attention. 3. Catch her. I'm just describing things I've done in the past, not things that I necessarily think are beneficial. After trying option 2 a lot, only for her to insist that she was always paying attention to me, I started trying option 3. When I had a feeling she wasn't paying attention to me, I would slip in ludicrous statements in the conversation to see if she would react. Something like, and of course, we all know Martians are real. She wouldn't react any differently so I knew she wasn't paying attention to the conversation. 4. Ask her politely to put her phone down. When I do this, she rolls her eyes, sighs, and participates in the conversation but now we're both in slightly worse moods. 5. Offer to wait until later. 
When I do this, she tells me that there's no need, she's paying attention to me now. I mean, it depends on the conversation and the circumstance. If you're having an open conversation and openly discussing, and they just pull out the phone to immediately look and sidetrack right in the middle of it, I feel like my preferred method is to just straight up stop talking. I mean, sadly, it's kind of what they want, right? If they're looking at their phone, they're not really caring about the conversation anymore. I do think that in a situation like this, it's fair for you to communicate and say that you feel slighted a bit by the fact that they're just pulling their phone out and losing half of their attention. That they can claim as much as they want that they're actively listening, but they miss stuff so often like that, and it's a little disheartening. It's hard sometimes to not pick up the phone, but calling it out I think is a good thing and hopefully they can learn to try to cut down on that exact behavior. Our next story is, I, 31-year-old female, didn't tell my friend, 28-year-old female, that her loser ex, 38-year-old male, texted me and now she's upset and insecure. My friend broke up with her boyfriend of over a year about a month ago because she found out he was hiding their relationship to pursue other women behind her back. So basically, he's a POS. She was living and staying with him, so she's now staying with me. She's obviously pretty raw and dealing with self-worth issues and he hasn't reached out to see if she's okay, which makes it worse. I saw my friend's ex at a function last week where I couldn't tell him what I really think and he asked how she was. I said she's doing great, i.e. lied, and cut the conversation short. Then he texted me later and said it was good to see me and he hopes there are no hard feelings. I didn't reply and also didn't tell her about the text because I knew she'd read into it and get upset. I just told her he asked about her and I said she's doing great, which she was happy with. He then texted me a second time and she saw it on my screen. At that point I showed her the first text and explained why I didn't mention it earlier and she said it was okay but asked me to tell her next time, which I of course said I will. What did upset her was that he asked if I'm going to a Halloween event this week, which I have to go to. She doesn't want me to go because she's convinced he's going to hit on me, so I offered to get her an invitation, but she said she doesn't want to see him. I told her I can't blow it off because it's work-related and for charity, so now upset. She's raised the fact that I didn't tell her about the first text a couple times, which makes me think that is actually an issue, despite her saying it isn't, and maybe not realizing it is. Also, I get why she's upset about me going to this function and why she doesn't want to come, but it seems unreasonable to expect me to skip it because her ex is going to be there, especially since she knows I think he's garbage and wouldn't touch him if he was the last man on earth. How do I fix this and move forward? I think OP really messed up here by not just telling them and being forthcoming, even if it means you gotta take it on the chin a little bit. Now OP opened that door for all of this doubt, all of this concern. That said, at the same time, it also is rather irrational. I really don't know what more you can do other than say you have no interest in this guy, nothing's going to be going on between you two, promising her there's nothing that's going to happen, and also hoping that she just kind of gets over the fact that she's irrationally freaking out about him hitting on OP. Like as if that's OP's fault or something OP has responsibility to control. This next story is, boyfriend just told me he doesn't want kids. I think I already know the advice that I'm going to get, but I can't talk to anyone about this, so I've brought it here. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Thank you in advance for reading. My boyfriend, 25-year-old male, and I, 23-year-old female, have been dating for almost a year, living together for seven months. Things have gone as expected, honestly. Good sometimes and tough other times. But we always figure out the tough times and move forward together. Things are good. I'm happy. Pretty early on, he told me that he didn't want to ever get married. This confused me because I had told him that I didn't want to move in with someone and be in an adult relationship if I wasn't going to build my future with that person. He clarified that he wants to build a future with me, but he just doesn't think that getting married is in the cards. It doesn't make sense to him. After some discussion, I realized that marriage doesn't really matter to me either. I never really wanted a big wedding or anything, and he was right. It doesn't mean anything to us besides better taxes and a big party. We decided that perhaps one day we would have a party with family and friends to celebrate our love. I was okay with this, and I still am. Marriage was never a deal breaker. Today, he told me that he doesn't want kids. I never wanted to birth my own kids, but I always thought I'd foster and eventually adopt. I was adopted by my dad when I was 10, and since then, I just knew that I would rather adopt than have my own kids. I was recently diagnosed with an autoimmune disease that has further solidified the idea that I would not have my own kids. If there's anything I've learned from reading too many stories on here, it's that kids is a 100% deal breaker. I'm not devastated that he doesn't want kids, I just feel strange. I don't want to break it off for such a silly reason, especially because I don't even want kids until I'm in my 30s, but then it goes back to the thing I told him when I moved in. I don't want to live with someone or be in an adult relationship if I'm not building a future with that person. I don't know if I should talk to him about this or just keep having fun. Is it fair to him to mentally check out in some aspects? To not take things as seriously as I was before he told me because I know that we don't want the same things? I don't want to be too rash though, because I might change my mind, who knows? Two years ago I broke up with a boyfriend who really wanted kids because I just didn't see it in my future, but now, I do. Maybe I'll change my mind again. I'm at the age where women start experiencing this pull to have children. Maybe it will go away. I keep reminding myself that I am young and I have time. I like our life. I love him more than I've loved any man. I just don't know where to go from here. I don't know, this guy just seems very non-committal about a lot of things. I think what would be really good is trying to fully understand the 100% honest truth behind why they feel against marriage, 
why they feel no kids. I don't really buy that the people who say these things are only surface level 100%. I just don't believe in it. Or it just never seemed right to me. It's just really hard for me to buy that as the sole reason. That said, you don't have to make a rash decision. But if you know in your heart to hearts that you would like to foster and raise a kid, and this person obviously doesn't, then maybe it's not the right relationship for you. I think it is quite disingenuous though if you keep that in mind and you know that this isn't a long-term relationship for you, but you still just keep going along with it because it's fun and kind of keeping from divulging that. This next story is, my husband quit using nicotine and I don't like him anymore. Does this go away or is this who he really is? My 39-year-old female, husband, 47-year-old male, and I have been married for about 5 years. We get along well, rarely argue, just a very chill couple. My husband has used nicotine in one form or another since he was very young, most recently using nicotine pouches, Zen, to replace his smokeless tobacco. He decided about two weeks ago he wanted to quit cold turkey. I don't know why, I haven't asked him to do it, but I'm definitely supportive because of the health advantages. I was expecting some grumpiness for a while, I can handle that, but his whole personality has changed. He's loud and obnoxious and annoying and I honestly don't know how to deal. Is this just nicotine withdrawal? Does this go away? Or is this who he really is as a person? I just want my husband that I married back but obviously I don't want to encourage him to start using nicotine again. Now I don't know anything about the timeline of nicotine withdrawal. But if you told me that two weeks into going cold turkey, you could still have irritability and urges and having that affect your behavior and your mood, it would not surprise me in the least bit. In fact, I feel like I recall hearing things about it would take like a month at least or something like that. I think it really easily could be irritability by nicotine withdrawal. And I would hope that OP just continues trying to stick it out and support them because it's certainly concerning OP saying at the end, I don't want to encourage him to start using nicotine again, kind of suggesting the thought has come across their mind. This next story is, my boyfriend, 34-year-old male, told me that if I, 29-year-old female, really loved him and supported him, I would be more open about starting a family with him, although we both struggle in some aspects of our relationship right now, especially financially, and we have no stability. I'm with my boyfriend for two and a half years now, and in general, things are going well and we love each other. Last year, it's been a bit hard because my boyfriend is building a new business from nothing. He used to work at their family business, a factory, but last year, he decided to leave because his father was manipulative and terrible. But since then, it's been almost a year and a half and he has zero income and he spent a big amount of money that he had in his savings in order to live day to day, but mostly in order to build his new business. He asked me to be patient and supportive and that he's in a very tight spot and he has it really bad. Which is true, but sometimes I can't stop feeling a bit miserable because he's moody most of the time and works like 11 hours per day in order to build the business. He doesn't go out that much and I try to help every way that I can, even if he doesn't ask me to, but I spend an amount of money for the house necessities, some dates, etc. He's still providing for some stuff, but it's tight. I work in a demanding job 6 or 7 days a week, on the weekends, on holidays, and with shifts and I don't have such a good time there. I can't compare my job to his. What he's doing is way more difficult, of course, but he always compares our jobs like, oh, you don't understand me, you could never do what I do. 
The office job you're doing would be a child's play for me compared to what I'm doing right now. I know that, and that's normal, I guess. He is literally building right now. I have no idea, and the stamina to do that. Also, I have my master's degree and another small degree. Yesterday, we both had our days off, and I went for an early morning coffee with my girlfriends, and when I got home, I asked him if he wanted to seize the day, it was still early noon, and go together to grab something to eat. It doesn't have to be something expensive or special. He was moody and like I asked him to climb the Everest or something. And after that, I don't know how the conversation went there, and he told me that I don't understand him at all and I'm spoiled, and that he believes that I don't really love him because if I loved him, I wouldn't care that much about having fun, etc. in my age, but I would want to make a family with him. I was honest with him that of course I want a family, but not right now. We're both on survival mode right now. He can't provide even for himself, and I want to finish my masters and thankfully change job. Also, his house is not really nice and big enough for a couple, let alone a family. That's also why some days I live there and some days I go to my own house. Also, he doesn't care that much to keep it clean and he acts like a slob, especially now that he works that much and mostly cares about his business. He just works day to night and does almost nothing else and this is getting on my nerves. Even when he's not at work, he just wants to relax and he's exhausted most of the time. Finally, he told us to go out to eat at a pasta resto bar, but the mood was already ruined. Yesterday, after the argument about his situation and the money, etc., he told me that all of my friends have kids. Not true, only three of them have, and girls my age strive to make a family, and that I'm a bit spoiled and that I only care for a better job and a new degree and live a good life. But according to him, when you're in love and love your partner, you're not that negative about getting pregnant like I am, and you're open to it. He told me that I'm all business. I put everything in boxes, and money is not necessary in order to make a family. You need love. Also, he told me that I'm 29, but he's 34, and times pass quickly and he could have met another girl and had a family by now. Then I had a breakdown because I disagree with almost everything he said, and I told him that stability is important. For me at least, maybe for other people it's not. And when you make a baby, it's not that simple in my mind. And also the father needs to be present and help the woman and also do chores, stay awake, etc. As he is now, I don't think he'll be able to provide any of this if we had a baby now. Also, he's still struggling and working so hard to build his business. And I would leave my job if I got pregnant anytime soon. So how is this going to work? Also, except for the money, etc., I don't feel ready for that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I don't feel the confidence or the security to start a family. Ideally, I would like to live my life a bit and travel, etc. Maybe I'm immature because most of my girlfriends want babies and marriage, etc. And I, on the other hand, that I have the opportunity in a long-time relationship, I refuse. What do I make out of this and how can I handle this the best way for the both of us? I just feel like this guy has a very controlling nature 
My question to OP is, what else is going on in this relationship that makes them happy? What do they love about this guy? Was he completely different before this business thing that's kind of taking over his life and maybe making him act out more? I feel like you should always hate to just outright say, oh, you should end this relationship or oh, you should leave this guy. But I just don't see how anybody in OP's situation feeling the way they do, which is they want to have stability and consistency in their life, which is more than understandable, be able to put up with what they're dealing with for a very long period of time. I would hate for OP to end up in a situation where they have a baby, they're struggling to get by, they give up on their job, they give up on their master's degree, and they sell their life to this guy who's just been pressuring you to settle down and hold on to his coattails. Our next story is, help, how do we handle husbands, 38-year-old male, aunt, 53-year-old female. Reddit, could use your help as we don't have our session with our therapist for a little bit. A little context, my husband John is an only child and has a very small family, grew up with his mom and her side of the family. His aunt Betty has always been the sane one of the family, and because of that, he's always been quite close with her. John has always been parentalized by his family. For example, as a child, he was always told it was his responsibility to take care of his mom. As an adult, anytime there was a family issue with a cousin, parent, grandparent, etc., he's the one that is called. Husband and I, 37-year-old female, have been married for 11 years and together for 16. We've both had a good relationship with her over the years. That was until last March when our kiddo turned one. For my son's birthday, my whole side of the family flew in from the West Coast. His side came from the Midwest, mom and grandma, and East Coast, aunt and uncle. The birthday ended up being very stressful for the both of us because of how his family showed up. As the party wrapped, my husband called his aunt and she said a number of things to him that were extremely hurtful that ranged from him prioritizing my side of the family over his, him needing to wear the pants in the family, to not asking for help from his side of the family with our kiddo if he wasn't going to offer help. We waited a very long time to have a kid, but she would always tell us that she'd be willing to help because she attributes the demise of her marriage to not having any familial help on occasion. My husband shared everything that was said to him, and I could see the stress and sadness in him. Because I have had a decade-long good relationship with his aunt, I sent her a note. Within the note, I clarified some things that she flat-out got wrong about the weekend. For example, she was upset that we'd put his mom and grandma in the basement. She moved them to a hotel and made assumptions that we were treating them like second-class citizens. In reality, we have a nice finished basement, but even then had offered to get mom and grandma a hotel room leading up to the birthday, to which they declined, and set some healthy boundaries. This was eight months ago. I never received a response or acknowledgement that she even read it. Fast forward to present day. We traditionally go to her home for Thanksgiving every year but haven't had a stress-free time the last few years and opted to stay local. She sent my husband a text that she was looking forward to seeing us for Thanksgiving and to let her know when we would be coming. My husband said, Hi, we'll be staying in our city this year, but we hope you have a nice celebration in Y State. She's since texted him that she wants to have a good relationship with us, that she's done everything my email has asked. I finally got confirmation that she read the note eight months later. In the note, I told her that I needed some time and space from what happened, but looked forward to discussing at some point, and isn't sure what protocol is at this point. How do we respond and proceed at this point? 
I mean, the bottom line is it comes down to her expecting all of this special treatment and whatnot. She can't walk into your house and expect to get the master bedroom and everything delivered on satin pillows from the husband specifically. Or when something comes up and they want to ask somebody for help or do something nice, that they have to route everything through the ant first to clarify. It comes down to her being respectful of your space, of the people in your life, and your choices and decisions. Our next story is, I feel I get no support. She feels like she's walking on eggshells. I'm 35-year-old male, not sure if this latest heated discussion is the end of my relationship with my girlfriend, 29-year-old female, but either way, I don't want to make anyone feel like they're walking on eggshells again. She says she doesn't know what little thing will set me off, and that it can be multiple times throughout the day. I said I wasn't mad today, but I guess I was a bit frustrated, and that's enough to make her feel uncomfortable, so I understand that. Let me give today as an example. We're going out to an event for her work, she's self-employed, it starts at 11. It's 10.30 and she's still not ready, and so I start to remind her we're going to be late. Now to be fair, it doesn't really matter if we're late, but she's always late. We've missed trains, we've had to run to catch planes, it really stresses me out. Yesterday she went to this event on her own, I was working, and she forgot to take a couple of things. I asked why and she said because she was rushing. She's just always rushing and late and I really care about being punctual. So we're at the event, and she opens the suitcase we took, vertically, so everything falls out. I asked, why did you open it like that? which I appreciate wasn't helpful or nice. And then later when we get home, we order takeout. It arrives, so I go to get cutlery. There is no clean cutlery. The cutlery hasn't been washed since I cooked three days ago. And this is another common occurrence. I cook, I clean, and I just feel like I get no support. I tell her this again, and the heated conversation starts. So that's three things today. We had the same conversation a month or two ago, and we agreed that I would stop cleaning the bathroom, since I do the cooking, the cleaning, the laundry, the floors. Two months later, the bathroom has never been cleaned. I appreciate that it seems like little things set me off, and they do, but it's the constant little things. The dishes are never done unless I do them. If I don't cook, we have to order takeout. The bathroom is starting to get gross, and it's me that has to do it. I don't know what to do. I don't want to be like this, I wish I was more carefree. I don't care if the dishes aren't done, I do care that they're never done. Am I really in the wrong here? How do I make sure I don't make someone feel like they're walking on eggshells? I also want to point out that I have a full-time job. She's been trying to set up a small brand for the last year. It's going very slowly. I honestly feel that because she's at home all day, she could help out with housework more. I work long hours and I still come home and do stuff around the house. She doesn't work long hours or really long enough hours to set up a brand and I still feel like I get zero support. She argues that she does do stuff and she does but it's as and when she remembers. I really do think what could really help here is having just this honest sit down where you explain to her you don't want to be hostile, you don't want to make any situation feel like eggshell walking. I think explain how you just feel unsupported in some ways and it can be frustrating and that you just want to work on it together. And I think primarily one of the best things you maybe could do is get like a wall mounted or hang up a whiteboard somewhere and without confrontation, without writing any words or anything that is like targeted or suggestive, 
If you notice the dishes could be done or something in the bathroom could be cleaned up, just have a small chore list written down, jot that on the board, and work together to remind each other to check it, be mindful of it, and try to cross them off together. I understand where OP is coming from, and I think it's unfair to have all of these little things that aren't being taken care of, and then being told to your face, oh, well, I feel like I have to walk on eggshells. OP has to explain she wouldn't have to walk on eggshells so often if she was more willing to help clean them up. This next story is, my 22-year-old female, boyfriend 23-year-old male, sometimes calls me by his girl best friend's name. I, 22-year-old female, have been in a relationship with this guy, 23-year-old male, for more than a year. We're going through a hard time in both our personal life and relationship. He has been avoiding a lot lately and being a lot busy. I understand that and I'm trying hard to make this relationship work. So this happened two or three times. Just before hanging up the call, he said, by nickname of his girl's best friend, We're all in the same class and I'm not fond of her in the beginning. She was really rude to people and had a serious problem with attention seeking, but she is so much better now. I don't care about her. She was the reason for our initial fights in the relationship. I was worried that she might use him for her needs because she was mean to people at that time. She eventually changed a lot. My boyfriend told me that they're good friends and she's depressed because she got rejected by another classmate of ours. Should I be worried about this? I'm really upset with him. We're both somehow trying to make things work now. I don't want to make this an issue. I mean, I can't lie that it very well could be an honest mistake, but if I were in OP's position, it would be making me feel some type of way or slightly worried. Because the bottom line is, to make that kind of mistake where you have that Freudian slip, they have to be on your mind a lot, right? How do you not feel at least a little insecure in that kind of moment? That said, it's very likely that this was just a simple mistake and not like a confession of cheating and a secret love. Our next story is, how can I, female 25, tell my friend, male 35, that I'm getting married? Hi everyone, I'm about to be married and I need to resolve a pending issue. I started dating a guy, male 34, 5 years ago, and we only dated for 2 years. The relationship was pretty steady and fine but we had a barrier and compatibility issues. He was married, separated when we started dating and got a divorce while we were still dating, and hid it from me. He told me that he didn't love me at that time, while we were dating and considered us good friends. After he told me that he didn't love me, I disconnected from the relationship mentally. I wanted a long-term commitment and kids, but he wasn't interested in any of that. As time went by, it was obvious that the relationship wasn't working, so we ended things peacefully. He actually ended things with me. We avoided each other and whenever I tried to reach out, he would completely ignore me or give me cold responses. A few months after that, he helped out with some errands and I returned similar favors to him. It wasn't often, maybe once every month or twice a month. The errands ranged from dropping me off when my car was down to clearing the yard for his parents. Sex was never involved and it was very obvious that we were just friends. A year later, one year after the breakup, I traveled and met someone, 29. This new guy comes from the same village as me so our parents immediately approved of the relationship. I told my new guy about my ex and how he didn't have to worry about him. I don't have anyone in this city so my ex was the only person I could rely on. One year with my new guy and he pops the question. I say yes and we start the wedding preparations. However, one mistake I admit making was not informing my ex that I'd started seeing someone. 
I assumed he would still be cool with me regardless. Once we started wedding preparations, I reached out to my ex and started telling him about my relationship. He immediately breaks down in tears. He said he thought we would have ended up together. I became really sad because I thought he was going to be happy for me. Since we haven't been together for three years, he asks me if it's too late for him. I hadn't gotten to the marriage part, and I told him I wasn't sure. Then he proceeds to tell me that over the years, he started to like me again, but I've been too busy with work and post-grad that he didn't know when to mention it. In all honesty, I wish I'd told him right away when I started seeing someone years ago. I just thought it wouldn't change anything since we were just friends. I love my new man. How do I best communicate this to my ex without having him break down in tears? Is there a possible soft landing to the situation? I don't think there really is going to be a soft landing in the situation if this guy is infatuated. I mean, if you think back to any time you've ever had a serious crush, if you thought you even had a remote chance and all of a sudden you find out your crush got into a new relationship, are you ever not going to be upset? This guy sounded like he was totally infatuated. I think OP needs to just be upfront and honest to this guy, apologize if they're hurting, tell them it is the way it is, they don't want to see them hurting, but they would not be doing the both of them right if they weren't just upfront about it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.